The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran. When we think about spirituality, oftentimes we don't consider the sexual component or the sensual component that has to do with our spirituality and ascension. Oftentimes, sexuality and sensuality are repressed or not activated to their fullest extent. Many times sexuality is considered only an outer experience, yet it is very much an inner experience for our evolution and our growth. Is it possible to take sexual energy and transmute it to an extent that it really allows for soul evolution and growth? Well, we're going to answer some of those questions today by Master Delpe. He is an author of eight books specializing in advanced meditation, eight types of yoga, esoteric martial arts, spiritual sciences, and energy healing. He's an international expert on sexual alchemy and how to maximize your sexual performance, not only on the physical level, but even on the ecstasy level. He shares many secrets of Oriental philosophy, including how to achieve divine intimacy between couples and the state of total body orgasm. We're going to talk today about these concepts, and if you'd like to know more, you can go to masterdelpe.com and find out about his immersion in-person retreats, as well as his online course dealing with sexual alchemy and divine intimacy. Welcome, Master Delpe. It's wonderful to have you back. We had you on two weeks ago with another uh, really, really beautiful and expansive show, and I was delighted to hear that you also teach people about sexual alchemy, and that's such a vital topic, especially at this time. So welcome to 1111 Talk Radio. Thank you, Simran. It's great to be back, and I would like to uh, do my best to provide more information about divine intimacy and sexual alchemy to your listeners. I'd like to start first by talking about sexuality from the inner experience. Most people know sexuality from the outer experience, and we are either beings that are oversexed or sexually repressed, and what we are here to do is to bring that into balance. So talk a little bit about sexuality from the aspect of inner sexual alchemy. Uh, I would... I uh, like to talk about uh, sexuality, orgasms, ecstasy as a function of energy. And uh, I would also want to declare that uh, the sexual energy is the spiritual gasoline for enlightenment. And these are heavy topics, which I'd like to elaborate in pieces. But I, I would say that sexual energy is the gasoline for orgasm. Of course, we have the erectile tissues that gives you the physical pleasure, but when people are trained properly, 
they can build up the sexual energy and the pleasure energy in such a way that they can distribute this energy around their auras in their bodies and even to their heart centers, to their crown, to their soul centers and experience divine ecstasy which only the saints and masters have experienced during their meditation. So when we're talking about the two things, sexual alchemy versus divine intimacy, can you explain the distinction between those two before we go deeply into either one? Yeah, the sexual alchemy is uh, performed either solo or alone. But divine intimacy, you have to have a ready partner to be able to generate a lot of sexual uh, energy and pleasure energy until you sublimate it or uh, I would say transmute it even to your soul energy so that even your soul will experience orgasm or what we call ecstasy. So they are a little bit different in that the divine intimacy, you need a partner who is ready to perform energetic uh, tantra or even spiritual union so that even your both of your souls will experience divine intimacy and re- resulting to uh, ecstasy. The sexual alchemy can be performed in the physical levels to stimulate uh, uh, oneself even without a partner in such a way that you can sublimate your sexual energy into a level where you want to achieve an experience. For example, if you want to have heart orgasm, you can sublimate the sexual energy and pleasure to your heart center and let it open up and have the highest impact explosion called the heart orgasm. And a lot of my students and trainees who had experienced this uh, can experience for hours and hours of of pleasure and waves in the heart center and explosive and sometimes they go into a trance and have a total body orgasm. So there's a difference between the two. Now in our our last segment that we recorded uh, a couple of weeks ago, you talked about kundalini energy and Mm -hmm. in awakening that kundalini energy, it can expound our negative karma as well as our positive karma. When it comes to sexual alchemy, what role does kundalini energy play in that? Uh, The kundalini energy, which is known usually as the fire in the belly or the shakti in the sexual area, is a double-edged tool. It amplifies anything on its way. So if a person is clean and have a lot of good stuff, the amplification comes on the expansion of consciousness and positive habits and uh, powers. When a person is uh, energetically filthy and uh, a lot of uh, energetic toxins and emotional problems and upheavals, uh, the person will also amplify their emotional and mental issues. And so it's a double-edged tool in, in energy. Now, when I said earlier that the spiritual gasoline of your enlightenment is sexual energy it's i mean it literally true Uh, the kundalini and the sexual energy are two sides of the same coin let's say if you were if a person is a plant the water which is the sexual energy brings the mineral the kundalini shakti upward to the tree now, in a human being, it's the same way. The sexual energy is the lubricant media 
or medium that will bring the Kundalini fire upwards to make all the chakras and energies bloom and blossom. So without sexual energy, Kundalini cannot come up. That's why uh, in most cases, religions in their earlier stages of development had emphasized celibacy to their monks, priests, friars, nuns, because they believed that if or when you have a lot of sexual energy during celibacy and you are ready to expand it upon, uh, you know, stimulation of uh, the Kundalini, it will become an expansion of consciousness called enlightenment. As I was moving through your course on sexual alchemy and divine intimacy, there were many breathing techniques, and you talked a lot about the purification that has to take place first because we are making energy rise from the root area of the Kundalini, and we're also bringing energy down through the crown to blend the two energies of the human and the soul. Talk mm -hmm. a little bit about the, the necessity of breath and meditation and purification in this process. Yeah, in any spiritual uh, preparation or ascent to spiritual heights, there's a need for purification, not only character building, but purification of energy. Because when you start to bring these uh, powerful energy, it looks like a volcanic pressure that moves upwards. So when people are not clean and sanitized on the lower centers, especially in the sexual region, on the colons, on the navel, on the intestinal tracts, on the perineum area, a lot of uh, the negative karma and toxicity from the past usually accumulate at the seat of the Kundalini fire and perineum area and below. Uh, negative karma, as they say, would always pass through these channels from past lives or from present past. So without sanitizing those energies, including probably some vice entities and negative elementals on those areas, there's a danger of bringing these toxicities and negative energies upward to the crown and to the heart and to the brain because these will clog the system and the meridians and the conduit of fire will start to have blockages which cause a lot of diseases and a lot of upheavals, emotional, mental, and even physical. So I usually prepare people with not only uh, exercises that are specific to cleaning all these areas, I also teach certain breathing techniques that are very rapid execution of the breath that will that will bring out through vibrational movement a lot of these crystallizations that are housed in these lower centers. So breathing techniques are an indispensable tool to prepare people. Second is not only visualization, but accompanied by uh, breathing patterns, which brings out a lot of this calcification of negative energy in the lower parts of the body. And fourth is healing techniques that uses vibrational colors to dissolve a lot of these uh, negative toxic energies and calcifications so that they will break through a uh, movement where they will be expelled from the system. And when we talk about some of the blockages, and I know you're talking about health issues and different things that come in and that you've worked with a lot of yogis and monks and, and different people to help clear them of issues, discuss some of the degrees of sexual blockage and judgment that hinder people in terms of 
than even being open to the energy that is allowed from sexual uh, alchemy. Uh, many reasons why people are suppressive in their sexual life is uh, many beliefs like come from parents and religion and cultural inhibitions suppresses the energy which makes feel, uh, people feel guilty. So if you suppress sexual energy, which is a natural desire, a natural flow of energy, it tends to be, uh, I would say, saturated in the sexual area and becomes incubated and eventually becomes a stale energy which causes diseases, like even growth of uh, fibroids, myoma, and all kinds of growth in the ovaries and uterus in women and prostate issues in men or inflammation of that air. So uh, these are all caused by suppression. So uh, there are cultural uh, preferences of inhibitions of sexual energy, which regard as a taboo. Uh, and there are also cultures that are so liberal, like some European culture that, like the hippie uh, time, that they did an over-sexual stimulation, which released all the sexual energy, and there's no more sexual energy to impart power the kundalini to come up to the soul and to the crown. So those two systems ex express in too much liberal um, approach to sex and, and, and release everything that you need for illumination. And the other one is suppression, which does not allow the sexual energy to accompany the kundalini shakti and fire upward into the system. So these are uh, also uh, menace to the, to the enlightenment process. Suppression or uh, to total uh, freedom to liberate it. Another one is uh, guilt associated with parents' beliefs and religious beliefs do contaminate the sexual energy and guilt tends to suppress the energy not to move. And if there's no movement of sexual energy and kundalini, there's no enlightenment. Uh, another one is those who have taken the vows of celibacy tend to have an old suppressive energy even from their past lives. It's not just from this current life. So many people who had been born of sexual, uh, I would say, inhibitions from their past lives do have a lot of sexual disorders and malfunction, including impotence or the other one is uh, excessive uh, desire for sexual energy also if there's suppression. The more you suppress, the more it's bottled up. And the more it's bottled up, then many people have wet dreams. In fact, I've been healing a lot of monks and gurus in India who had a lot of these issues of wet dreams because they have been suppressing it so, for a long time that it has to come out in many ways, including in dream states. Master Delpe integrates the best of Eastern wisdom teachings and the best of Western science in his methods. Thus, even the most abstract principles are translated to the most practical outcomes. His ways are very advanced, but made simple and easy to learn and are immediately applicable. Both women and men will benefit from his classes, including those without partners. Sexual alchemy can be practiced with your spouse or alone. Even those who have learned Taoist sexology, tantric yoga, and Buddhist spiritual sexology, or the path of wisdom, will benefit greatly from Master Delpe's teachings especially the esoteric strategist and healing techniques. Many teachings of Master Delpe have been released through 200 seminars via his two institutes based in Houston, Texas, 
the Life Institute for Higher Consciousness, and American Institute for Leadership Advancement. You can find out more about him at masterdelpe.com. That's M-A-F-T-E-R-D-E-L-P-E.com. Also enjoy his show that we recorded two weeks ago where we talk about his book, The Third Eye. It goes into many details about the third eye and accessing the energy and the openings available to you. We'll be right back with Master Del Pei and more on sexual intimacy, sexual alchemy, and divine intimacy. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships, your career, health, or finances? Want to experience greater aliveness? I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort, Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent. A part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. 
We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. I invite you to go to 111mag.com and explore the new issue of 1111 Magazine. It is filled with insights and wisdom from many individuals around the world that have stepped into their power to do their work. It is also filled with beautiful pages that allow you to access the emotions, the feelings, the prayers, the intentions, and the steps for your own personal growth and evolution. You can find out more about the free issue, subscriptions, and many of my other programs at 1111mag.com. Today we are talking to Master Del Pei, who is an author, a master, a teacher, and a specialist in the spiritual and healing sciences. He shares many secrets of Oriental philosophy, including how to achieve divine intimacy between couples and the state of total body orgasm. Today we are talking about sexual alchemy and divine intimacy. And he has both online courses as well as retreats and in-person immersions where you can learn more about how to alchemize your sexual energy to reach higher states of ecstatic evolution. There are many stages of the sexual process, initial impulse, arousal, orgasm, ecstasy, and post-orgasm. The use of sexual energy through all of these stages allows you to grow and match your soul with your human development so that you use full power in the expression of yourself and your full creativity. Welcome back, Master. We were talking about the many degrees of blockage that can appear, and so that means that there are different levels of sexuality, and it is related to our spiritual evolution. How does sexuality enhance our spiritual growth and evolution, and what is its purpose for our soul? I would like to point out the function of orgasm. See, a lot of people are very unhappy because either they are not emotionally fulfilled or they're not emotionally connected to their partners. But through orgasm, there's a certain release and a breakthrough that releases certain energies that are pent up. So it does heal a person, whether you're a man or a woman. There is a healing component of orgasm. Uh, many people without a healthy orgasm does have a certain behavioral patterns that are more irritable, more grouchy, more hormonal, and more episodes of emotional uh, upheavals. Now, people with uh, a more healthy outlook on sexuality and in terms of life, they do have very good healthy orgasms, which really is a relief valve to a lot of emotional and mental uh, energies. Secondly, is when, when orgasm is achieved, there are certain energies and fire elementals in the Kundalini Shakti that does evolve with it. The only thing is most people abuse it in such a way that they just have more of animalistic sex and that's it, and they sleep afterwards. Uh, like I say, the post-orgasm rituals are as important as the foreplay because when you are open up, through your channels of energy, especially towards your soul, when you do have 
a certain healthy orgasm, the meditations are deeper. Uh, you can have more flow of energy to access the soul. So pause orgasms are a good times not to sleep only, but to have deeper meditations. If you had a partner that is, uh, who is trained to do so, then you can meditate further and achieve even divine intimacy post-orgasm stage. Uh, another thing is in terms of, uh, uh, of sexual energy being the spiritual gasoline of enlightenment, uh, I would not advise people always to release their sexual energy through orgasm, but stop at 95% or 99% uh, in the act of uh, foreplay and thus give you the avenue to have accumulated so much sexual energy and pleasure that you can go to your second stage of pleasure, which is called emotional or mental orgasm, where you bring a lot of these pleasure energy into your mind, into your chakras, wherever you want them to be, and fertilize many things. Longevity is one. Cells regenerate very fast through sexual alchemy. That's why a lot of Taoists so-called immortals and, and uh, Indian yogis in the Himalayas. I, I met one of them in the Himalayas. Uh, they use a lot of the tantric sexual energy, even alone without a partner, to sublimate it, to fertilize the cells, to regenerate them, and to bring the immortalizing substance called the elixir of life. So the elixir of life is not just a potion, as they say. It's really the alchemized energy between the sexual energy and the Kundalini Shakti. When you can bring this to the brain, you can stimulate the brain cells and neurons to make your mind sharper. And if you can bring this to the crown and let go upward, then you are opening the valve to access the soul and develop your intuition, your wisdom, and many special facets. If you bring this to the heart area, you can experience heart orgasm, which can last for hours instead of just a few seconds, like a normal orgasm. So it does stimulate many evolutionary requirements for illumination. But the best thing is, if you can bring the sexual energy with Kundalini Shakti from your navel and sexual area, and you can bring it step by step upward to the soul, when that conduit is opened, then you can have illumination or enlightenment, as they call it. In the course, you talk about bringing that kundalini energy and sexual energy up, and you, you specifically state that it should not be stopped in that mid-abdomen solar plexus area because it would create uh, issues and, and, and it needs to rise up higher. So is that rising higher, what you're talking about when you say it's moving into the heart or the mind and the mental energy to create uh, that greater power and connection to the soul? Yes. Uh, the problem is that it's not just the mind that can bring the energy upward because energy follows your thought. The problem is most people's channels from the solar plexus upward are closed. Even you visualize the energy going up, if these channels <coughs> are closed, it's like it's blocked. Not because it's blocked, really, because it has not been constructed. And it's the same problem as in third eye development, that when people just use visualization with breathing and pranayam, it does work through the outside of the body, but not internally. So if you want the full 
fast-paced enlightenment uh, strategy, it, the energy mixed through alchemy should pass inward to the inner channels called the Shushumna. That is the real stuff. That's why people have to do alternate nostril breathing to make that happen. But it does not happen until you open up the channels from the heart up to the crown, to the top of the head, and even beyond the top of the head. So these are all mechanical and esoteric techniques that needs to be performed by an expert with the student and apprentice so that they will not be burned. See, when you play with fire, this sex and kundalini fire are fires, energy fires. Uh, people with, who play with fire can be burned. So there's a need to guide them properly so that they will not burn their energies and deal with the negative side effects later on. You also talk about in the course how raising that energy uh, post-orgasm and staying in that place of energy, you have more ability to actually materialize in physical form. There's more of a powerful manifestation. How is that possible? Yeah, see, the fuel also of manifestation and magic, as they call it in different parlances, the substance of the sex energy and the Kundalini Shakti are the substance where forms are created, meaning even your bodies, your mind, in, mind intent when fueled with the substance of sexual energy and alchemized Kundalini Shakti are the forms which our thoughts, emotions are formed from. They are the Deva substance, as they call it in esoteric terminology. So when you have a lot of the sexual energy not released out from you when you have orgasm, but keep it with you, you will be able to use that as a platform for you to manifest the substance of your ideas. Therefore, uh, I have been teaching my students, the good students of mine who are not going to misuse it, because this is magic, really, that... When they have the best ideas in the world that they are sure to manifest, then they need to use the sexual energy and the kundalini substance to visualize and manifest from. So, uh, so this is like the part of white magic that uh, I teach people. But there's a, a side effect of that. When people are very desirous and passionate about what they want, but not the right thing, they will also accelerate the physicalization of those negative things, which also eventually be a detriment and a menace to their lives. So there's a double-edged side of using the kundalini and sexual energy to manifest one's desire. They need to be sure that the ones they are thinking and visualizing should be the right thing. Master Delphi, there are so many conversations in regard to science being a path and spirituality being a path. When we're talking about the applications of bringing divine light, is it a spiritual process or is it also a matter of science? Yeah, the spiritual energy is really the inspiration wherein the ego and the personality will build its path. Without the divine light, uh, the any movement of a person's development, performance, activities, business, and other talents uh, are just a de deployment of the ego. Once you incorporate the sexual energy with the divine light, it becomes sacred sex. Now, sacred sex is not just about a religious connotation. It is really the action of the divine light from the soul, fertilizing the consciousness of the kundalini fire. 
when these two mix, it becomes alchemy. So the real alchemy is when, you, uh, one, when the practitioner can bring spiritual energy from above, from the soul, to sanctify, to fertilize and guide the sexual energy and the Kundalini Shakti to perform without lusts, without any negative aspects of desire. That is the only time that sacred sex is achieved. So uh, when people plan to bring advanced children or advanced soul or master souls, they need to be equipped with this technology and science so that what they will bring is a sperm and ovum that is sanctified by the divine light with the will of the soul and the spirit. So the kundalini and the sexual energy will be a subject to inspiration from above rather than from below. I thought one of the most powerful statements you made in the course was that it is the greater mission of advanced parents to bring more advanced souls as children to create their world. How does this type of work within ourselves help to do that? Well, from our animal human nature, we do follow the animals to just procreate. Any animal can almost do that, but for a more evolved human being, uh, they should be aware and deliberate in bringing more advanced children than lower souls. Because we have a choice to parent advanced souls by having a sanctified sexual energy and ovum sperm to bring the sacred sex act so that we become instruments of divinity to perform sexuality thus bringing advanced souls who will become the next Mahatma Gandhis, the next uh, saints, Mother Teresas, and the next geniuses of our uh, present humanity. We need a lot of them today because today, uh, due to the lower aspect of sexuality, uh, we have brought a lot of lower souls which are sometimes agents of the dark side. So it's about time to reclaim our mission in life for more advanced human parents to bring advanced souls who will become the next saints and masters so that it balances back the equilibrium between the negative and the positive side. So I have been teaching this to a lot of new parents and even grandparents who wants to impart some of these things to their uh, children who will conceive eventually. So a, a great mission of any advanced parent would be to conceive an advanced uh, child who will become the next future uh, leaders of uh, the new humanity and the new world. Master Del Pei has been trained by four living masters from Indian Himalayas and Asia, two of whom are tantric yoga and Tao sexology experts. This is a tall order to learn in a few days, but Master Del Pei designed his training programs to bring the best of the practitioner's performance by teaching them first the self-healing techniques to unblock any sexual and psychological issues of the participants of his seminars before he teaches them the advanced esoteric strategies to receive the highest of sexual experience that only the masters of tantric yoga and oriental sexology can attain. You can find out more about Master Del Pei's teachings, his books and his programs, also his institutes, at masterdelpe.com. That's M-A-S-T-E-R-D-E-L-P-E.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you want more out of life? Tired of settling in relationships? 
your career, health, or finances, want to experience greater aliveness. I am Simran. I support people in listening to their conversations with the universe, the guiding signs, symbols, and synchronicity. I mentor people to anchor in trust, love, and confidence to live their heart's desires. Let me guide you in embracing the challenges and the obstacles so you embody and integrate the gifts they bring. No more human doing. You are here for being, bounteously and abundantly. Experience your soul's natural rhythm, your powerful essence. Don't shrink back any longer. Release the struggle. Learn how to let go. Create in different dimensions. Transform separateness, grief, anxiety, anger, and chaos into living your destiny. Connect with me at IamSimran.com. Live more freely, spontaneously, and joyfully. Don't conform. Live a life of courage. Let's start now. Through my online courses, mentoring programs, or one-on-one coaching, it's time to change your world. Connect at IamSimran.com. Are you an artist, healer, teacher, author, speaker, or coach? A wellness or holistic practitioner or energy worker? Maybe you want to be. Do you desire to serve the world, share your gifts, live your dreams? I am Simran, host of 1111 Talk Radio, and I invite you to the vision of oneness. Could you use a community of support, more financial flow with less effort? Would you like to receive so you have more to give? Be a world changer, world server, do-gooder. Be a new paradigm thinker and a conscious change agent a part of a growing community creating collective streams of prosperity and wellness. By simply serving yourself, you serve others. Feel great, have more energy, sleep better, gently detox, lose unhealthy weight, and build strength. It's time for more freedom and financial flow. The vision of oneness embodies unconditional giving, commitment, simplicity, and receiving. We are a collective new way of being in commerce and creative cash flow. Learn more at thevisionofoneness.com. Register now and a member will help you begin today. Visionofoneness.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, 1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly online publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. Engage with experts and topics of consciousness. Become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, expanding the heart, and experiencing greater aliveness. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Today, we are discussing many of the secrets of Oriental philosophy, including how to achieve divine intimacy between couples 
and the state of total body organism. We're going to go into this segment now discussing some of the esoteric techniques along with some of the biblical meanings that have been uh, expressed in a completely new way through Master Del Pate's work. Master Del Pate, through, you, through the course, you talk about something called pure sex, uh, or in biblically what is also known as virgin energy. Can you go a little bit more into the esoteric meanings of this so that we can understand where we're supposed to move from our mental concept of sex to the actuality of soulful pure sex? Well, in terms of avatars of religions and philosophy, a lot of them were conceived by parents who had certain knowingness of this uh, pure sex or virgin sex. So, like, say, Christianity had taught about the Virgin Mary concept, and many aspects of a lot of uh, saints and and masters in India being born of that kind of uh, conception. It is more of the virgin purity of the spiritual energy and divine energy that is really the one that fecundates the sperm and ovum if the spouses having a sexual alchemy can bring deliberately the spiritual energy, which is a pure divine light. That's why it's called virgin light, like virgin oil, you know. You, you can, they can bring this uh, pure light to the sexual area via the crown and bring it deliberately during pre-orgasm stage. So when you can bring this pure light to the ovum and, and uh, sperm during the act of intercourse, and let it fecundate the matter consciousness with divine consciousness. That is, uh, and, and when they are able to conceive during that time, it becomes like a virgin birth by principle, not by uh, physical virginity. So that is uh, what I meant with the uh, virgin birth or something related to pure sex. Now, when you are in the act of romance and sexuality and you can subdue the lower passion of lusts and just maintain yourself aligned with a a feeling of divinity in you when you are performing the sexual act, you can also naturally bring the divinity and the higher principles of the soul over the animal nature. These will be the future of humanity. And when you master this, you don't even have a physical contact to achieve uh, this tantric uh, oneness and divine intimacy with your partner. You can do it like, you know, the E.T. style without touching. But, well, I still have a preference of having to incorporate uh, the physical touch with the emotional touch, mental touch, and then the divine touch in, in the present humanity because they are more physical than non-physical. But in in certain level of mastery... Uh, the tantric kundalini uh, awakening can be done without the physical touch. And that would require uh, an energetic compatibility of partners. Right now we see a lot of individuals with relationship issues, uh, whether they stay together or whether they don't. But those, those relationship issues are often for our own soul growth and development. How does the energetic compatibility um, affect us when it comes to the use of our sexual energy. Uh, as they say, not all marriage are made in heaven. So there are people who were probably in, 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 incarnated as enemies who are the tormenty tormentors. And so when they incarnate, they feel good together at first just to 
be lured to be together and once they settle down the negative karma of the past will come out as a, again a, maybe a tormentee tormentor karma relationships now some people are born from friendship of the past so they already acclimatized and incorporated certain connectivity and so sometimes uh, we call them soulmates they're just so familiar amongst between themselves and so they are easily adjusted to each other even in the first uh, i would say interaction when they first met but energetically speaking the vibrational uh, aspect of the aura has to match uh, each other so that there's not a big variance or difference between the energetic component of, of two people being in an intercourse. When the vibrations are similar and are more refined, it's very easy to have Tantra without effort. We don't need a lot of Kama Sutras and all these acrobatics to be able to go to a level of... Uh, intimacy. We just need the vibrational, uh, I would say, uh, harmony and osmosis to be able to achieve Tantra and divine union uh, easily. So my first steps for people when they come to me is I give them sets of exercises, breathing techniques, visualization practices, and even going to a forgiveness stage. Because in a way, people have been hurt by each other in words, in actions, in any, any way. And so they need to let go of those uh, past baggages so that what is left in them are the positive energies that will be stimulated through the awakening. Otherwise, if there's a lot of hurt and pain and traumas in, in between couples, when they awaken the sexual energy, the negative things will first be uh, exposed. Therefore, there's a lot of you know uh, conflicts and many uh, tribulations after that, which brings acidity in the relationship rather than alchemy. So cleaning the karma, sanitizing emotional hurts, and, and uh, uh, perform rituals of forgiveness has to be the, the first steps. And then I will teach them already the, the more intense uh, sexual awakening, Kundalini awakening, to fuel their experience. So it seems as if one piece is, is really understanding how to let go of those those energetic partners that are not supportive, but then it also seems there's a piece of being able to allow the new yes. experience in. Yes, that's why uh, in some cases I do not blame when people find, even they're married, they find a new partner that is so similar to them and they just flow without effort. And what they have not achieved with their spouse, they achieve it in one day or two days with another new partner. Because they are just so similar and they just match and they have alchemy or chemistry, as they say. And so a lot of people today has this problem. And, and they come to me for advice and I said, well, how can I advise you to leave your spouse if you have a spouse? But how can I not tell you also to keep on going with the expansion that you have in just two days? You have achieved the expansion of consciousness and uh, a lot of ecstasy in two days with the right partner and not with your spouse for 10 years you see that's a dilemma today in many of my cases of clients so just as there is emotion there are emotional vampires that feed on people and psychological vampires that feed on people are there those that feed on sexual energy yes not only in your awakened consciousness but in your sleep uh, a lot of people have nightmares sometimes being molested in the inner world and a lot of people have dreams of being uh, sexually harassed or raped 
because when when we have a lot of sexual energy and unreleased there are also beings including incarnate discarnates who are looking for food they're looking for something to suck and it's like uh, energetic vampires to feed them especially sexual perverts when they die they're still looking for someone to molest and and do some sexual harm so in the in the dream state there's a reality in the inner world that a lot of people who had been sexually uh, i would say uh, uh, disorganized in their uh, thinking and and uh, emotions would always prey on people even they are in a sleep form a sleep state now in in terms of physical sexual act there are people who are trained to sexually uh, siphon your energy during the sexual act and it makes you very tired afterwards after the sexual act there are many people also who does feed on sexual energy because they feel that they feel stronger after they get your energy and some of them are not even consciously they are unconscious trained uh, vampires in that in that way but there are people who really feel tired when they start to get sexually involved with some people not only through sexual release and and, and in terms of climax but in terms of the drain of energy. Now, one of the major causes of that is not really always an intention. Uh, the negative energy, when mixed with a positive energy, does contaminate the positive energy and does act like a mud on all the meridians and the aura of the person and on the kundalini seat of the fire, thus suppressing the flow eventually. So when people have sexual intercourse with somebody who is very toxic, emotional, mental, or, or physical, they have very much contamination on the kidney, on the back navel, on the sexual area, that they still have, they, they can have UTI uh, infections, and, and they have depletion, and they have this feeling of congestion after a sexual act, as if they just get tired and exhausted. There's much talk and use of the tantric energy now in the Western society, and uh, and there are sometimes you can hear about the, the tantric uh, leaders have, have utilized it in positive ways or in negative ways. What is the appropriate use of tantric yoga, tantric technology when it comes to the sublimation of energy and the growth of the, the interaction between the soul and the physical body? Uh, there's a lot of uh, misconstrued information not being disseminated in the West, even in, in India, because uh, they, they focus on the Kama Sutra side because that is more luring to many of the start, starting uh, practitioners. That is not bad, but when you delve on just the physical act and a lot of acrobatics and you get obsessed with it, you will not go to the next step of energetic uh, alchemy. So that is the danger of the, those kinds of initiatives. And many gurus of Tantra and Kundalini Yoga are not really healers. So they do not understand the mechanics of awakening the Kundalini having side effects. I have stipulated this in my book, Hidden Dangers of Meditation Yoga, because I've been healing a lot of lamas, tantric yogis, gurus in India, and even in, nor in uh, northeast of the United States, who had over-awaken their sexual energy, but they are not able to sublimate it properly because of the closed channels. Since they are not trained healers, they do not scan really the problem. They just assume that it's working through pranayama. 
and some uh, Buddhist Vajrayana technique of squeezing the perineum, like the Kegel technique of women, or the deer exercises, they say. So if when people overdo these things and the channels is closed, you're increasing the pressure of Kundalini and, and sexual energy without a passageway. It boomers back to the lower centers, causing uh, adrenal fatigue, uh, hypertension, over-sexual uh, compulsions, and inflammation of any kind, and even uh, insomnia and all kinds of mood episodes. So I, I would always uh, recommend people to select their trainers to make sure that they know how to heal them when there's side effects. I have been healing a lot of people who came from Kundalini Yoga groups and Tantric groups who had many side effects after a few years of practice. They do not see it immediately, the side effects, but in a few years, they will have the side effects in a cumulative form. When it comes to some of the more esoteric teachings in sexual alchemy and divine intimacy, are there any places that you'd like to take us that go a little deeper into some of these philosophies or teachings? Uh, a lot of people who have been a member of the Buddhist Vajrayana, there are three kinds of Buddhism. The, one of them is the sexual uh, tantric uh, Buddhism, Vajrayana. Uh, they have to be careful because uh, when, the teachings is not com- when the teaching is not complete, they will go to a celibacy stage where it requires so many years of being a celibate. And if they didn't learn the second stage of sublimation, they will have problems with the prostate. And a lot of them, uh, the monks have a lot of uh, ovary and uterus issues. Now for the Taoist tantric uh, sexology techniques, there's a lot of them who advocate a lot of red meat eating and pork eating and many of the grosser uh, food, which is counterproductive when you evolve because the gross energy can be sublimated also as part of your aura, and the nature of that is uh, not too positive. And in the tantric tradition of the Hindu philosophy and yoga, uh, they focus a lot on pranayama, but not on character building and on the third eye development. So you end up being a sexologist, but not a spiritualist. So I, I would like to advise your listeners and those who are interested to learn that you should learn how to heal yourself first to culture the aura and the bodies to be prepared for higher awakening. Higher awakening requires a new sets of aura, a new sets of chakras, a new sets of consciousness, so that the old will not be reinforced, the old habits and all what we call the samskaras and bad things. So I, I would like people to investigate the healing component of sexology, the spiritual component, and of course the physical components. What courses and reading materials do you recommend for those people that want to become sexual alchemists or want to experience the total body orgasm, Doctor uh, Master Delpay? The first thing that I recommend to them is either to have a, a, a reading material to, uh, 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 to give them evaluations on their energies so they can start uh, with my book, The Hidden Dangers of Meditation and Yoga, so they would learn what not to do because... Many people and teachers have been teaching people what to do, but they forgot that the things not to do in terms of tantric sex. There are many don'ts to it. So if you know the do's and the don'ts, then you have the science and the art of sexology. So they will read that and they will see the nature of the chakras and what chakras are affecting the sexual and reproductive system as well. And then they will have to learn the different blockages they will experience if they will awaken 
the tantrics fire. So they will have to avoid the wrong combinations of breathing techniques and exercises. And what mantra not to use for what. So there are many uh, pointers that I have recommended through my actual experience healing people with uh, uh, people uh, uh, problem on diseases and psychological conditions that had been using uh, the kundalini and the chakras in manipulating the sexual energy and the energies for meditation. Then they can also learn the third eye so that they will use a lot of these more powers in their bodies and consciousness to be able to develop their higher tools called the third eye. I want to thank you, Master Del Pay, for being on 1111 Talk Radio and bringing such powerful information. You can find out more about Master Del Pay and all of his work at masterdelpay.com. He is the author of eight books specializing in advanced meditation, eights of yoga, esoteric martial arts, spiritual sciences, and energy healing. He is an international expert on sexual alchemy and how to maximize your sexual performance, not only on the physical level, but even on the ecstasy level. Master Delpe has been trained by four living masters from the Indian Himalayas in Asia, two of whom are tantric yoga and Taoist sexology experts. Many of the teachings of Master Delpe have been released through 200-plus seminars via his two institutes based in Houston, Be Life Institute for Higher Consciousness and American Institute for Leadership Advancement. His books are available through iBooks and Amazon, and his recorded CDs are available from iTunes and CDBaby.com. Until next time, I am Simran. In love, of love, with love, and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simran next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.